here's the thing. I have previously argued in favor of remote electronic voting, largely as I see it as holding the potential to massively improve voter turnout. And as a staunch advocate of direct democracy, I see this as more than a small potential improvement. However, a convincing argument can be made for voter discrimination based on IQ. Instantly, the thought sets off alarm bells. Who gets to determine what constitutes an appropriate IQ test? And can this test itself be constructed in such a manner to discriminate along lines other than IQ? To properly manage the concern of the first question, any such test would have to be appropriately concise, which is to say, it should not favor irrelevant talents such as mathematical or scientific aptitude. It needn't even attempt to identify people with bad beliefs about irrelevant topics. In this sense, you could hypothetically believe the world is flat but still qualify as an appropriate voter. If someone is unable to even vaguely describe what role Congress plays in the United States, then is it unfair to discount their vote? Of course, the level of knowledge required to make one an appropriate voter will be hotly contested, but I don't believe that the idea of demonstrating competence in order to cast a vote is an incredibly controversial one. The only existing safeguard in place is the age requirement. The biggest issue with requiring an establishment of IQ in order to vote is opening the door to other potential discriminations. Currently, voting is seen as a right for U.S. citizens, not a privilege. In fact, the right to vote is literally the most mentioned right in the U.S. Constitution. Adding a clause requiring demonstration of competence is essentially an admission that voting is a privilege and not a right. Once that door has opened, it would only take one malevolent president to abuse the clause to further their personal or political agenda. To return to the issue of the criteria that would be used to determine intellectual capacity, surely any test, despite how reasonable, could be deemed to be arbitrary in nature. This is not entirely untrue, but so is everything else. There is no good reason why the voting age is 18 rather than 17, 19, or 25. Additionally, the idea of being forced to demonstrate competence or even a rudimentary understanding of our country's political system in order to vote may have the positive side effect of incentivizing some citizens to educate themselves more than they otherwise would have. The flip side of this argument is that it may discourage some who may have otherwise voted, which may be true, but are we exactly thrilled to lose the votes of individuals who are willing to vote, but only if they're confident that they will not be required to demonstrate that they have even a clue on how the country is run? Since the goal is obviously not to reduce voter turnout, perhaps the ultimate compromise is to reduce other unnecessary obstacles to voting. As previously mentioned, implementing remote or digital voting alongside a more direct democratic voting system will serve to empower voters and potentially offset the loss of those unwilling to demonstrate that they are competent to vote. Of course, as a progressive-minded individual, the question remains, is it even ethical? Logistic issues aside, is it just morally abhorrent to potentially exclude well-meaning voters who may not ever qualify to vote due to perhaps some kind of learning disability? Though a tough pill to swallow, the answer seems, even upon careful consideration, to be yes, it is ethical. There is no outcry that competence must be demonstrated to drive or serve in the military. And though those may be seen more as privileges than rights, perhaps there is a gray area that exists for voting.
because though it may not sit squarely in the position of merely being a privilege, maybe it isn't just a right either.